Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My next amazing guest is Ivy Roman, born and raised in the Bronx. She is the first college graduate in her family and accomplished this while supporting her sister with raising her kids. Ivy is known in the wrestling world as Silver Queen. She is a warrior and survivor, encouraging others in their journey to find peace and get more out of this life. She believes we only live once and should live life to its fullest. Hi, Ivy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being here and being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's so great to be with you today. Yes. And I always love to tell people how we met. So I met Ivy in Clubhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the room we were in was over 300 plus people. And then I, I think I just, I loved your story and just, you know, love just who you are as a, as a, as a woman and just what you stand for. And I was like, I need her in my life. And I was like, <laughs> DM do I slid into your DMs. I'm like, yeah. hey, <laughs> introduce myself, like want to be friends. <laughs> yeah. And I remember you sharing that you were a wrestler and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like the Latina Barbie, but like wow. resume, resume wise. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I need her on my podcast show. So I'm so happy you're here. So Ivy, the first question I love asking all of my guests is why does mental health matter to you? Mental health, it, it's so important and it matters on such a much broader spectrum than most people can actually anticipate. For me personally, it's overall just if my mind is not in check, the rest of me is off. So if my PTSD is triggered, if my anxiety or depression starts kicking in, it's hard for me to get through the easiest task. And sometimes I battle with that in, in silence. You know, I, I don't, I won't verbally tell my husband or mm-hmm. tell a family member. So that's why it's so important to me. It's so important because I've learned over time how to stand up for myself and kind of whip myself back into what's now. And PTSD is the, is the hardest because mm-hmm. sometimes it just comes up out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do, don't want to share, you know, how they're feeling and I'm just glad that you're being vulnerable and sharing it here. And this will help others, you know, have a voice as well, you know, and reach out for help when they need help. So thank you for sharing that. So what inspired you to go to college and how did you do this while helping your sister raise her children? So I actually started helping my sister when I was 14 years old. I got my first job when I was 14 years old. And when I was in high school, I had three jobs. Oh my gosh. Two jobs. Yeah. (laughs) What were you doing at 14? Because you had to get a work permit, right? No. So I was working through, there was a special program in New York. It's Mm -hmm. called Summer Youth. So I was working as a camp counselor. The director just loved how I worked with the kids and how I organized everything and everything was so calm and everyone was happy. 
So he he decided to keep me for four years. So I did the summer program and the after school program. And it was about four blocks away from my school. So it was an easy commute. And it was within the same bus line for me to get home. Okay. Yeah. From so you started helping your, your sister at that age? At that age, yeah. 14 wow. years old. Yeah, 14, I started helping her. She wasn't a single mom. Her, My brother-in-law has always been present, but he has always had a lot of health struggles. So it, it felt like she was on her own, you know, physically, you know, the only one trying to provide for a household. So that's when I decided to step up. Um, she's my best friend. So, oh, so how many children does she have? She has seven. She has oh, seven. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she has seven. The youngest boy, Jesus, he passed away um, mm. in a house fire. I think that was the moment when I realized that mentally I wasn't okay. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. How old was he? He was only 10 years old uh, oh. in Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was so nice that she has you, though, to help you, you know, to help her and support her. Yeah, now she doesn't need me. She's doing amazing. Um, That's good. (laughs) She's been cut off a long time ago. (laughs) But she is now trying to open up her own business. Mm. All the kids are much older. She's going back to school. She's working. My brother-in-law's health is finally in a place where he's good. Um, and That's he's good. working and I'm just so happy for them. They've That's been so through good. a lot. We've been, yeah. the three of us have been through it together, at least. At least we've been through it together. Yeah. And you were the first to graduate, right? In your family. Yes. I'm the first high school graduate, college graduate. And within the next four to six years, I'll be the first doctor in the family. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I was the first to, I'm the middle child and I was the first to graduate from high school and college as well. Oh, so wow. we have something in common. I know. <laughs> we always find these cute little things about us. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, college, I put myself through college. I didn't have anybody to pay for it. I'm still paying student loans. Oh my goodness. But you know, it's like I did it while I was working because I knew that I wanted to get a master's degree. So I did it all on my own, but you know what? It makes us stronger. Look at us now. You're going to be a doctor. I know. I'm going to be a psychologist. Dr. (laughs) Roman. (laughs) Remember me? I interviewed you on my podcast show. (laughs) Yes. You're going to come on mine soon. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So awesome. So this is fascinating about you because you are in the wrestling world. And I know it's predominantly, well, there are females now, but how did you get into the wrestling world and how does it help you with your mental health? So with wrestling has been always my escape. When I've been watching it since I was nine years old, I used to watch wrestling with my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I started watching with my sister and that was just our thing. That's what we watched together. We still watch it together when we're, when she's at my house or if I'm visiting her out in Pennsylvania. And I just, I I love the sport. I love the athleticism. I love Mm -hmm. the, the storytelling everything about it. I never, I never figured that I would be a wrestler. Me becoming a wrestler was a dare. I don't know if I ever told you this. (laughs) No, you never did. Yeah. So it was a dare. My friend, my dear, dear friend, he called me one day randomly and he said, you know what you should do? And I was just like, well, hello, how are (laughs) you? What? (laughs) And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. 
I have an idea. You should become a wrestler. And I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. And he goes, no, 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 no. I found a wrestling school for you. Oh, there's a school. Yeah, yeah. There's oh. schools. There's wow. multiple schools. Right now, there is, there's T2T uh, training in Brooklyn. There's another one in Queens, House of Glory. And there's a third one opening up, which was my first school. They're opening up in a city pretty soon. Do you wrestle like other, like, do you wrestle guys? Yes. I prefer wow. to, I prefer to train with guys. The reason why is that they can hold a stronger base. And what mm-hmm. that means is I'm a little bit more confident in some of the guys because of their fatigue. Some of the girls that I have trained with or wrestled with, they've been a little smaller and uh, I feel like a big giant and I'm not, I'm only 5'3". Yeah, <laughs> so you're like, the same height as me. <laughs> exactly, I'm only 5'3", but I have a strong, I have a thick built. So I'm like the Nia Jax of independent wrestling. So I've been told with minimal injuries. <laughs> and he was like, hey, listen, try it out for a day. And if you like it, you know, keep doing it. And I was at the time, I didn't have much money. I had my first apartment when I was 19 years old, living on my own. And I was like, I gotta pay rent. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where I'm gonna get $100 from extra. And he was like, go try out, have someone record it, send it to me and we'll talk. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. I went into Brooklyn, into the wild because I was born and raised in the Bronx. To Mm -hmm. me, Brooklyn was into the wild around that time. And I went and as I started, you know, doing what I was being instructed to do, the trainer pulled me aside and he's like, let me ask you a question. Have you done this before? (laughs) And I was just like, no. And he goes, you're a natural. And I was just like, yeah, okay, no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, no. <"Nah." laughs> and then he was like, I, I want to keep working with you. So then I told my friend and he was like, listen, I'll pay for your training for the next three months. Mm-hmm. But within the three months, figure out how you're going to pay for it after the three months so you could keep training. So that was the deal. My dear friend, he lives in San Francisco now. And ever since then, I was just training. And then after a while, my trainer became one of my best friends. We, we kind of split paths for a little bit because I went to a different school. But what did he do? He came to the school that I was at and he said, you're going to start doing shows with me. Wow. And, awesome. and, and, from, <laughs> and from there, traveling and wrestling for about three years, nonstop. So is it shows? Is it like, is it yeah. like the WWE, like yeah. you see on TV? It's like, well, AEW, WWE is not doing so good right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're not really taking care of their talent. That was always my dream place to go. But then Cody Rhodes came around. He is the son of a legend, Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And all elite wrestling, that's honestly, if it, even if I was a manager, like I have friends in AEW and I was like, yo, even if I'm just your manager, even if I try out to be your manager, like mm-hmm. something, I just want my dreams to come true. And ever since then, it's it's a passion of mine. I did lose myself for a little bit because I got, I, I talk about it in my podcast too. Mm-hmm. I got too fixated on the character. I, oh. I didn't know how to turn that character off. So oh my goodness. I was a complete jerk. 
Because you were still, you're known as Silver Queen, right? Yes, yes. So, you know, the bow down, the queen, it all went to my head very, very <laughs> far up. <laughs> yeah, wow. So then how did you let go of the character eventually then? I stepped away from the stable. So the group of guys that I was traveling with and wrestling with, mm-hmm. I walked away completely. And I, and I had to, I had to do it for myself. I was also transitioning into my medical career finally. So I wanted to make sure that I laid out that foundation before Mm -hmm. anything, you know, just in case if I get injured and it's an injury that I can never come back, I have my degree and I have my experience to fall back on. Many other wrestlers will say like, oh, so you're setting yourself up for failure. No, I'm playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. Playing chess. <laughs> You're taking care of your mental health, which is super important. No, it is. It it, it yeah. so much is. And it, it came to a point where my husband and I was before we even got married, we were just, you know, fiance at mm-hmm. that time. And we almost broke everything off because of my own ego trip that I went on. And now it's like I'm making up. Um, I'm trying to make up for lost time, you know, yeah. little by little, as, as much as I can. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I seen that cute little picture you posted of you and him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after I figured out you were hacked. After I, hacked, after I got hacked. <laughs> I was wondering too, I'm like, why does she keep sending me this cash app thing? <laughs> yeah. And I don't, listen, I... I and I'm so I'm so glad that you're like one of my friends. Like, even though, you know, we just met each other this year, you yeah. honestly know who I am from like the beginning. I yeah. either talk about wrestling, mental health or Jesus. Those are the mm-hmm. three things right. that I only talk about. If it's yeah. anything else, it is definitely not. I knew it wasn't you. I was like, that's why when I saw your second one, I'm like, Okay. And then I asked you the question. I'm like, okay, never mind. I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I felt, I felt so bad because when I didn't even see your message and I was working and then I, I was like sending you a voice memo, trying to fill you in. And like, I can't even count how many people from clubhouse that I can't even like remember a fine. And I'm just like, all right, I'm starting all over, <laughs> starting all over. Yeah, I'm glad you did that because I was, I thought some, like at first I hearted it, you know, and then I was like, wait a minute, she's doing it again? <laughs> Something's going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> yeah. And then I sent a voice message there to that account and I'm like, she's not responding. I don't think this is her. <laughs> and you know, I always, if it's you, you know, I'll always respond quick, as quick yeah, as I can. Yeah, you do. And I could, I could have always gone to Telegram and been like, hey, Ivy, what's going on with your Instagram? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad we're connected. And now I have your phone number because you put your phone number <laughs> inside the calendar. So I'm like, I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> That's right. As no, you should. <laughs> oh, you're just so awesome. So how do you encourage others to find peace and live their best life? Because I know you'd put that in your bio and I love that. So you actually inspired me. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to tell you why. When you asked me to be on this episode with you on your podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, I need to do that too because we're the same and we have the same message and mm-hmm. we can like, we can cross co-hosts. Like even like when we're both ready to do the video part, I was like, it's, it's going to be amazing because from the times that we've been in different rooms in Clubhouse to our conversations and DMs, I always feel like if I'm talking to my sister when I talk to you, Um, So you are definitely one of the people, along with 
some comedian friends that I have that I was just like, I can't lose them. Like I was crying because I thought I lost you. Oh, from the Instagram? Yeah. Because I was oh. like, oh my God. And then I had your number in my phone. Yeah. But yeah. then I wound up just deleting that email that was associated with that Instagram entirely. So I lost so many contacts as well. Wow. So... Well, that's why they say, you know, don't build your house on borrowed land. They, they, they tell you, get people off of that Instagram and get their phone numbers. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. For sure. That's all, well, we, well we, were, we would still be able to find each other on Telegram and Clubhouse. Yeah. Like two I, other places. I, I, yeah, I would have gone. I would have gone hunting. I would have gone hunting. <laughs> Actually. And then we know Heather. Heather probably, she has my number. So you could have, you could have got it from Heather too. <laughs> yeah. No, well, then we have our, our, our chat on Telegram. So. Yeah, you know, thank- for sure. Thankfully, we have that. Yeah, and I, I, I'm adding you to my Monday room, and whenever you can come, you can come when you when you can, you know, because um, I put you on the invite to come and help us moderate that room whenever you can. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I took I took a little break from Clubhouse because I think the hacker found me so through ha- Clubhouse. Oh, um, well, we'll have to talk about how people get hacked on Instagram because I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, girl. I, Do you know the hacker or people don't know the hackers? I know people don't know the hackers. I was smart enough to somehow get their area code because they changed my email and my phone number. Oh, um, goodness. So Do you have do you have two factor authentication on your Instagram? I do now. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, my I God. I could have told you. I do yeah, <laughs> you got to put it on there because then it'll tell you. Instagram will tell you somebody's trying to log into your account. Yeah, I definitely do now. Oh, yeah, dealing, dealing with Ivy, IG and everything else is on lock now. Good. Oh, my goodness, girl. I'm glad that you were able to recover. But I saw all your followers. I'm like, oh, no. How is she going to get all those people? So you, how did you tell everybody that you've been hacked? You know what's crazy? I, I told you guys in the room, my god, my godmother uh, passed away and, and, you know, she committed suicide. It was... Is it, that recently? It, yeah. It's like, girl, it's like two, three weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Loss. Well, well, thank you. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. Um, well, definitely. I was in a really delicate place in my own mental health. So I was mm-hmm. losing it. Like I was feeling disassociated like with so many people for no reason. And yeah. it was just like, it was the grief. And then what I was going through mentally, my own battle, it was just too much. It's sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it becomes too much. And if you recognize it's too much, it's okay. It's, it's honestly okay. Because the moment you recognize it's too much is when you, the person is going to start doing the work to kind of come back and, and come right. back those thoughts mm-hmm. and feelings. But mm-hmm. my phone has been ringing off the hook since Friday. Like people that I used to work with that I didn't even know they still had my number. Just calling to check on me. I got so frustrated. I deactivated the new account for like two, three days. And, you know, people were actually just calling me like, when are you going to come back? Are you okay? So just that community of love, I was just like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't just, I can't just stay down. I have to get up. I have to get up and I have to keep going forward. Wow. Good for you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It hasn't been easy. 
Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, it's baby steps, you know, even me as healed as I am and my journey and what I'm doing, you know, I still have my moments. I still go back to that limiting belief of as a child, you know, my financial issues and worries. And it's like, you know, I, I try not to go to the victim mode, you know, it's like, I heard this recently, I guess Helen Keller had said this, uh, why, instead of why me, try me, you know, it's like, she doesn't go why me, she says, try me. And I was like, wow. So I wrote that down on a post-it note. And every time I feel like I'm going to that place, I'm like, try me, try me. <laughs> well, thank, thank God for working at home because I was able to let out a few screams. And sometimes yeah. sometimes it's necessary and yes. it needs to happen. But, yeah. you know, coming back to your question, like I decided to start my own podcast. Yay. Heal- yeah. What Healing- is it called again? Healing with Ivy, right? Yes. Healing with Ivy. Now the Instagram name matches the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I will definitely be tuning in and I'm I'm putting that in the show notes as well. Oh, so, awesome. Okay. And- so my final question I love asking everyone is what is your show up and love inspirational message? So I have so many. I know. <laughs> I have so- Pick your favorite one. <laughs> You're not the only one that has said that. There's, when I ask this question, everybody's like, oh my gosh, there's so many I have to share. There's two that I use the most. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. The reason why that's one of my top two favorites is that was my motto working three jobs and going to high school, still going to high school and helping my sister and just, you know, trying to figure out that point from I am now becoming an adult and I'm no longer a teenager. Although I'm 18, I have to start growing up as of now. The other one is sometimes holding on hurts more than letting go. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to let go. It's going to hurt, but you got to let go. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Ivy, for being on. This has been such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that we were able to find each other, even though you got hacked on Instagram. (laughs) This is why everybody listening right now, if you're on social media, try to connect with people outside of the app, like what me and Ivy do. Yes. And I've done this with many others too, Ivy. Like I just schedule, you know, quick little Zoom meetings with people, a little coffee chat, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, just get people off the app, get to know people on a personal level. Yeah, for sure. It's so important. And if you send your number on a DM after they text you, unsend the message. Yeah. Unsend the message, unsend the email. How a lot of people are getting hacked is the ones who are trying to become an influencer or an ambassador Mm -hmm. or something along those lines where it's everything social. So that's where, that's where I got in trouble. That's that's why I got in trouble. I have several things going on right now that are are amazing and I should have spoke to them off the app Mm -hmm. more than anything, but it's, it's not terrible because there was a lot of people on my Instagram that I didn't want on my Instagram anymore. I just mm-hmm. didn't have the courage to hit the unfollow button. So yeah. I feel like baby Jesus was like, hold on, let me do this for you, right? <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Hey, the universe works in mysterious ways. <laughs> for sure. I love that. And how can people find you? You guys can find me healing with Ivy on Instagram. Silver Queen Ivy on Twitter. And you can also check out my podcast on Spotify. 
Healing with Ivy. It premieres twice a week. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm I'm definitely tuning in and I am going to be a guest soon, hopefully. No, you <laughs> are. Your show. You are, you are, you are, you are. I just have yeah. to figure out how to do what you're doing right now with people because it's with the Anchor app. So it's a little different. Yeah, reach out to me, girl. I'll give you some tips, whatever you need help with. I'm here for you. Oh, you're the best. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And thank you so much. I will have you back on in future seasons. I love to invite people back and just, check, you know, see what they're up to. And so we'll be talking again soon. For sure. I love it. Thanks thank for having you. me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at showupandlove to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.